Welcome to Parent Talk Podcasts, where experienced parents and expert guests give tips and tricks on making parenting a breeze. Well, at least a little easier. Now here is your host, Genevieve Kyle, and co-host, Heather Fox. Hi everyone and welcome to the third season of Parent Talk, everything parenting and more. We are broadcasting out of the greater Vancouver area. I'm your host, Genevieve Kyle, mom of two. I'm also the host of Les Parents Parle, which is Parent Talk's French edition. And you can join me every Wednesday live on the web at Nikki Radio, N-I-K-Y radio.ca for a parenting segment at 12.30 p.m. and from 9 p.m. to midnight Pacific Standard Time. We have a new giveaway contest. Make sure to listen until the end for everything you need to know. I'm with my co-host, Heather Fox. Hi, Heather. Hello. Hi, everyone. Yes, Heather Fox here, co-host of Parent Talk. I am also a mom of two. And before we get going on our fantastic today's topic, we are going to chat to you about our fantastic new sponsor, which is Leapfrog Gymnastics here in Coquitlam. So Alex and Hudson have been going to class and they are having a blast learning lots of great skills. They go around fun circuits and they work on balance and strength and coordination and body and spatial awareness. And of course, those listening skills as well. Uh, they're all developing <laughs> <my> that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and the gym itself is um, focused on recreational gymnastics. So the equipment and all the mats are a little different um, than your regular gym. They're a little more smaller scale. A lot of specialized different mats that are great for the kids to learn different things on. They've got a tumble track and trampoline and a little ball pit and the kids absolutely love it all. Um, so it's a fantastic place. And for our listeners, they are offering $25 off your first month of gymnastics. So you can get that fantastic discount with their promo code PARENTTALK. And for more information on their classes and their programming, and of course, birthday parties and drop-in, they have a website you can visit, leapfroggym.com. So we hope to see you guys there. Awesome. Thank you, Heather. Alex loves it. So yeah. <laughs> so today we're talking about prenatal classes with Agnes Meyer. Agnes is a mom, a registered nurse who has worked in labor and delivery for the past 12 years and the owner of Mama Bear Holistic Care. So welcome, Agnes. My first question for you today is why should we take a prenatal class? The biggest reason is to decrease your anxiety. Um, we have no idea what to expect when you go into the hospital and taking a prenatal class will help ease that anxiety. You'll understand terms that the nurses and doctors use. You'll understand what to expect when you come into the hospital, why we ask certain questions. Um, you'll understand when the doctor says you may have to be induced, what that means. Um, know not to pack everything when you first come into the hospital. Um, just to get better prepared to decrease your anxiety. Another reason is to meet other parents. Um, most people that take the, a prenatal class, their babies are due around the same time. So it's a great way to connect with other parents. And there's a lot of parents that that's how they become friends is through the prenatal class. Mm -hmm. Who should take a prenatal class? Anybody and everybody. So it can be a first time mom. Uh, or recently I've had a couple of second-time mamas. For one mom, um, she didn't take a prenatal class with her first baby, and um, she didn't really know what to expect, and this time she wanted to be prepared. Um, and with the other mama, it was a different partner this time. He was a first-time dad, and so she wanted to give him some information on what to expect. But really, anybody 
that wants to take it, even if you have had a baby before, it's not a bad idea to have a refresher. Mm-hmm. Especially if it's been a long time mm-hmm. or not. I mean, it doesn't matter, right? And Heather, did you take a prenatal class? Yeah, Bruce and I did the hypno babies mm-hmm. prenatal class. So it's a longer program because it's also teaching you about the hypno babies, the actual um, kind of process and skill of doing that. Um, but they definitely cover everything else as well. And um, so there was a lot of information that I felt really a lot more confident knowing that information. And it was good for Bruce as well. Um, he's not the researcher that I am. So for him, it was, yeah, a lot of good information that it was the first time he was hearing it. So it was really good for both of us. Mm-hmm. I did too. It was a one evening and it was very informative. I really liked it. Um, Agnes, what uh, what do you give? What's the length of time? My prenatal classes are four hours long. Mm, that's what I did too. Yeah. I, I liked it because I was working and I didn't have mm-hmm. a lot of time. And I was working six days a week at a time. So I had one day off, which Sunday. So the weekends wasn't working for me. So the four hours the evening was perfect for the busy mama. <laughs> and I just wanted to add another reason to take a prenatal class is uh, Dr. Google. Lots of mamas, we all make this mistake. We Google everything, we get pregnant, we start Googling terms. And I'm not saying Google is bad, it's great. But if you don't know the information, it, it can be very misleading and it can be terrifying. So, I mean, on Google, you have the best scenario to mm-hmm. the worst scenario, yeah. right? And then you pick everywhere in the middle too. And misinformation, yeah. that's mm-hmm. the other thing. People, put, You can put anything out there and if you don't know it's wrong, you're going to believe it. And then the, these poor mamas are even more scared. Mm-hmm. So when is a good time to take a prenatal class? Anytime between 32 and 35 weeks, but it really just depends on the mama and her partner. But between 32 and 35, it's still early enough. So you have some time to digest the information, but it's late enough so that, you know, you have your car seat and a lot of mamas have had their shower and they're getting more prepared. Mm -hmm. So Agnes, what are some common concerns parents to be have? The number one concerns parents have um, that attend prenatal class is C-sections. A lot of mamas are scared of a C-section, and that's one of the things that mamas, the number one thing mamas say they don't want to have, which I totally get. I mean, how many of us want to go through a surgery if we don't have to? So um, in my prenatal class, I really focus a lot on what is a C-section? Why do we do a C-section? Reassure mamas and their partners that we don't do C-sections unless we absolutely have to. We go through all the all of our options before we go to a C-section. And the second uh, common concern mamas have is induction. Um, we like to share our horror stories, and a lot of women out there have had they've been induced, and they like to share their story with other with their friends. And then these poor mamas are really scared. So again. In my prenatal class, I focus a lot on what is an induction, why do we induce, how do we induce, and what mamas and their partners can expect when and if they're induced. Mm-hmm. What does prenatal classes entail? So I start off my prenatal classes by discussing, asking mamas and their partners to sit down and write 10 things that they're either don't want to have or want to have um, during their labor and delivery. So it could be anything from they want a healthy baby to I don't want a C-section. And then I cover everything from what to expect from the end of your doctor's and midwife's visits all the way to labor and delivery, postpartum. And we cover a lot of things afterwards, like breastfeeding, cord care, 
uh, car seat safety, diapering, bathing, breastfeeding. We also talk about what to expect uh, when you come into the hospital. What are signs of labor? How your body prepares for labor? When to know when to go into the hospital. That's one of the biggest concerns and questions mamas have. So we cover a lot of that. We talk about what are your pain options. Um, We talk about what to expect in the hospital, what to expect in labor. We cover coping, how to cope at home in early labor, um, when to know when to go into the hospital. I talk about relaxation techniques. So what I get couples to do is after the class, I get them to sit down and talk about what helps mom relax at home on a normal basis. And that could be anything from like, you know, candles. You can't bring a candle into the hospital, but you can get those ones that you just turn on. Um, Massage. Um, I teach dads how to use a rolling pin to help mama with their back pain. Um, Also, what to pack for the hospital, um, because it can be very daunting I also cover, um, we talk about uh, delivery and cover different pushing positions, positions that are good for, easy for mom and help bring the baby down. We also focus on what to expect after your baby is born. So when your baby comes out, what kind of assessments we do, what kind of tests may be done, um, what vital signs weighing the baby, um, what, what to expect with their first poos and peas. <laughs> the poo is very important, <laughs> especially after. Oh, it is. It's one of the first questions I think nurses go in when they go into the room, how's breastfeeding and has the baby pooped? Yeah, it is. <laughs> so should we have a birth plan? You should know what to expect when you go into the hospital, but... I don't recommend that you come in with something written down. And the reason why I say that is because a lot of mamas come in with a birth plan and they're so focused on everything that they wrote down that if the birth doesn't go the way they have it written, um, they are very upset afterwards. And I find that it can contribute to postpartum depression. I strongly encourage mamas to know your options, do your research, know um, know how we can induce you, know the different pain options, know what to expect, but come in with an open mind because from my own experience as a mama and as a nurse, your baby decides how they're going to come out. You're just going along for the ride. So know your options, be prepared, but be open to the fact that it can go any way. And at the end of the day, we really want a healthy mama and a healthy baby. Heather, did you uh, have a birth plan? I did have a birth plan. And I do like the value of writing it down only for the exercise of it, I would say. Not necessarily that you have to march into the hospital with your birth plan and start passing it to everybody you meet. (laughs) Make for puppies. Because... (laughs) I've had a mama like that. She said on the internet, um, you know, she was told she has to give a birth plan to everybody. And like you said, Heather, I think it's great. Like I tell my mamas, write it down at home. There's Mm -hmm. nothing wrong with that. But like you said, don't come in and march and then give your birth plan to everybody, including the janitor. (laughs) So yeah, I think it's a good exercise to go through with your husband though, because it really helps to kind of look at those questions of like, you know, what types of, you know interventions, you know, talking about that ahead of time before you're at the situation. Mm-hmm. So you really have discussed the pros and cons of different things that can happen during labor. So I think that's why kind of 
going through a birth plan together with your partner is a really important tool in preparation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But yeah, not to be stuck on it, but in a way what you said, when I was doing my birth plan and I did have a birth plan, it was almost, this is in a weird way, it was very frustrating because that's all everybody kept telling me, don't be stuck. And I'm like, I'm not stuck. I'm just educating myself. Mm -hmm. So it was a little bit frustrating because that's all everybody kept telling me. I'm like, I know. (laughs) And my birth plan was actually complete opposite. I was planning a home water birth. I ended up with an emergency C-section. So there, like, but I'm not disappointed in that. Mm-hmm. I had to do what I had to do because I ended up with preeclampsia. So I was never disappointed. But the my birth plan, even though it didn't happen, it still was important for me to understand those interventions. Mm-hmm. So yes, I wasn't stuck on it, but it was a very informative process for me to go through. And that's why I think people should do it. Mm-hmm. I had a birth plan too, and I didn't bring it th- with me at the hospital. But um, for me, uh, my first birth with Alex, um, my temperature was rising a little bit, so they used the suction to get him out. But I didn't. I maybe pushed like three, four times, and then they had to come out. So after it's prolapse problem now, I have problem with, and I wasn't informed at a time that could be a problem. So. I'm not too uh, happy with it right now because it's something I have to live with every day and I'm looking at surgery in the future. So, um, but I wish they would have told me, but sometimes, you know, there's the health of the baby. Mm-hmm. Your temper- what, why? Why do they do this when the temperature is raising? Um, if your temperature is My rising, temperature because was rising. We're, we're worried about an infection. Oh, and I so see. what happens is if there's an infection inside of you, it can be passed to the baby and we worry about the baby's well-being. So that's why I say we really, our main focus as nurses and doctors is the well-being of both mom and baby. So sometimes mom can be doing okay, but baby's heart rate's dropping or going high. And there's, that's an indication that the baby needs to come out or... In your case, your temperature was going up and that's a sign that it's an infection. And the last thing we want is for this baby to have an infection and be in the NICU. So it is hard. Like I understand that, that at the end of, you know, it's hard. You had, we had to get that baby out and now you have, you know, uh, complications from that. But sometimes... That, that's unavoidable. But like you said, and like you said, Heather, as well, just be informed, know what your options are. And then that way, when it is presented to you, you understand that, okay, I know what a vacuum is, or I understand what a forceps is, or I understand if they say, oh, we have to give you a little bit of oxytocin. You understand what that means. Yeah, absolutely. So my bird plan was actually pretty much dead on, other than they use a suction right. to get Alex out. Mm-hmm. But after I was... That was my surprise after. So, and, and you don't know, like you don't mm-hmm. know after, right? So yeah. And, and, and you know what? I have read basically everything. I don't know if my brain didn't register this part, but I, I, I didn't remember hearing or reading because I, I listened to a lot of podcasts, obviously about pr- prolapse. So anyways, so that's my little story. So we can find Agnes on our panel of experts at parenttalk.ca, but you can follow Agnes on Facebook and Instagram at Agnes the Mama Bear or on her website, mamabearholisticcare.com. So don't hesitate to contact Agnes if you have any questions. So Heather, I think it's time for a conversation card. Can you please pick one and read it to us? Oh, and boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies. Here we We've go. seen you before, Agnes, so you know, know you're the first one to answer. <laughs> oh, boy. What is your proudest accomplishment? 
Oh my gosh, that is so... My son, it's hard. When you become a mom, everything revolves around your kids. I think that's my proudest accomplishment is just being his mom and he teaches me something new about myself every single day and he makes me want to be a better person every single day. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) I mean, how can you top that? (laughs) Oh, I mean, there's been other fantastic accomplishments. I mean, with business and my past and school and things like that. But yeah, Mm -hmm. once you become a mom, that's, yeah, that's a hard one to top. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Well, definitely my my two sons. It's definitely a great accomplishment. I love them. They're growing. They're beautiful. But one of my personal one is uh, speaking English. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, even for me to do this, English is not my first language. I'm sure everybody hears this, <laughs> hears it uh, here and there. But uh, yeah, I did not speak a word of English when I moved here. And yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That concludes today's episode. I want to thank you, Agnes and Heather, for taking the time to be here and helping us be the best parents we can be. Heather, before we go, can you tell us about our VIM giveaway? Yes, I would love to. Our very important moms, we are doing a fantastic giveaway every month, and this is to win over $300 in prizes. So if you would like to have this fantastic prize back all to yourself, all you need to do is find us on Facebook and or Instagram. Of course, more chances to win if you find us on both. And you are going to like our contest post, tag three friends, and comment with your favorite episode. So we have over 100 to choose from. So I know it's going to be kind of tricky to narrow that down, but choose that There's favorite so post. There's so many out there, right? So, <laughs> so yeah, comment with your favorite post and that's going to get you an entry. Now, if you like some bonus entries, make sure you take some more friends, of course. That's going to give you a bonus entry for every um, extra friend that you take. And then, of course, if you share our post, um, that's going to give you three bonus entries. So same goes over for Instagram. Don't forget to like our post, tag those friends, share if you can, and of course, comment with your favorite episode. We cannot wait to hear what you guys have loved over these last you know, couple of years. <laughs> so it's going to be really cool to see that. And of course, we'll be doing the draw for the um, winner at the end of the month. The contest, of course, goes right to the end of November. You have till midnight on the very last day. And then we'll be announcing that November winner in the beginning of December. Yeah, the first week of December. Yes. On our social media, right? You betcha. That's where we're going to find it. Yes. So... And don't forget, if you want to hear a little bit more about Heather and I, we are releasing some mini episode called Real Mom Moments, where we talk about what's happening in our daily lives. If you have a question or you would like to join us on our show as a guest or as an expert, please visit the contact us section on our website at parenttalk.ca. If you are near us, don't forget to check out Leapfrog Gymnastics and get you $25 off your first month of classes with the promo code Parent Talk. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And you can always subscribe directly to this podcast on our website at parenttalk.ca. If you enjoyed today's episode, we are inviting you to share it on your social media. As we all know, parenting can be hard. Yes, it sure can. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so remember to laugh, keep learning, 
cherish your village and be true to yourself, Definitely, right? Definitely, yeah. yes. So Parent Talk is a safe space for everyone. Thank you everyone for listening and have a great week. The views and or opinions of the host and their guests are not necessarily those of Parent Talk and should not be considered as fact. The information offered is believed to be accurate but is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice and should not be used for diagnosing or treating any health issue or prescribing medication. If you have any questions or concerns regarding your physical or mental health or the health of your child, please seek assistance from a qualified healthcare practitioner.